0: Welcome to another episode of Magnificent. I have a very special guest for everyone that is listening. Um, It is a longtime buddy of mine from high school. Uh, He's a ball player, and um, I'm very happy to see what he's uh, been doing. And why not have him on a uh, podcast that we can just shoot the shit? There we go. So, uh, everyone, this is uh, Mr. Jake Martin. Jake, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me, bro.
0: Dude, I'm so excited, and the fact that, like, I fell asleep on you last time, <laughs> oh, that, that broke my heart, dude. Oh, that's all good, bro. I was like, no, how unprofessional.
1: Bro, I banged on that door for, like, five minutes, bro.
0: <laughs> I bet you did, and I can only imagine, like, I, when you texted me, they were like, hey, bro, I'm leaving, and I was like, oh, I can feel how pissed off he is. Oh, no, I like, can't
1: be too mad, I'm like, oh, so, I was like, this is,
0: like, a really big opportunity for me because like, you know, you're cool ass dude. We have great conversation all the time, whether if it's for five minutes or whatever, whether, whether it's for like an hour or so, but I'm like, I need this guy on here. We've been talking about it for a minute, bro. Yes. It's been a while. (laughs) Yes. We've been talking about it for what, years now? Years. Yeah. Yeah. This was like when I was back in radio, like I wanted to interview you and then I was like, screw that. Like, I'm going to (laughs) interview him on the podcast. (laughs) There you go. So dude, I mean, like, like before we started recording, I mean, like we were talking about like your baseball career and and everything like that but let's start from the beginning so when did you start playing baseball and how did you like what oh, got wow. you to continue playing baseball
1: yeah so um I mean the answer to that like when I started playing was about five five or six um but the reason why I continue to play changed throughout the years um as I grew up it was a fun game that I just enjoyed doing with my buddies you know and then uh got to high school and I uh, represented team USA And um, it started becoming more of a job, you know, and I wanted to be one of the best. Um, So that really drove me for a few years. And then um, some crazy stuff happened. Uh, You remember Will Adams, he passed away. Yeah. And uh, that was my best friend since yay high, you know. And, uh, you know, that was something we enjoyed doing a lot. And that ended up becoming my driving factor and becoming a professional baseball player because I was doing it for us wow
0: that's an amazing story yeah bro to yeah. where like you're doing it not just for you but you're doing it for you know your fallen buddy you know yeah man that's he crazy. was
1: way better ball player than i ever was And that's i can say that for a fact and uh it was just i'm very proud to be able to do that got to wear his number in college and uh i made well, sure what to, number was it? 15 that's oh. why i got that and all that for him bro like that's he, awesome uh, yeah man that was my motivation all through college and even um into professional baseball you know i woke up every day and i was like we gotta make something happen so i'm just happy i got to do it you know yeah
0: that's awesome buddy yeah yeah i mean i can definitely say that actually i played baseball well not really baseball it was uh t-ball yeah i played t-ball with Will. yeah my <laughs> second go. year of t-ball i played yeah. with well so yeah it was a it was an interesting uh kind of um factor i mean he was good he was yeah. i mean even that the t-ball age <laughs> yeah. you know
1: like yeah. he was he was
0: a he was a stud so. Yeah, man,
1: and just uh you know, even in high school, I think uh what was our J V coach on freshman year was koala, I think. Oh koala. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it was koala, koala. the marketing teacher, right? Yes, sir. He uh he made a like a smart ass comment. He's like, none of you're gonna go get drafted or play pro ball, you know. And I remember Will looked at me directly, he's like, Oh, you're gonna get drafted, you know. So it was like one of those things, like we always pushed each other. Yeah. And uh dude, like throughout high school, like it didn't even matter if like we were playing like it, we always played against each other on travel teams, bro. That's how it always was. We never played on the same team except for high school. And, uh, bro, I remember we, uh, there's so many funny stories, but I remember one we were playing on Ford and, uh, it was during their, they had a summer, Ford had like a summer team going one year. Mm-hmm. And, um, dude, we had uh, the championship game or it was like the semifinal. We were playoffs, you know? Right. And, uh, it was like 10 o'clock start. It's like nine 50. And I'm like, dude, where the fuck are you, bro? <laughs> I'm like, where are you, dude? And, uh, like we're calling him. Everyone's calling him. And he wake, he wakes up at like nine Right. He's like, dude, Oh my God. He's like, I, I overslept bro. <laughs> like we were just freaking out. And, uh, our parents actually rushed to go get him And, um, I say our parents cuz he pretty much lived at my house like yeah, that's how it was. And uh, we all have those kinds yeah, of best friends. Yeah. <laughs> and um dude, same with me though. I was always at his house too. His dad's like family to me and uh but no, we rushed over to go get him so we like we pushed off the game to like 10:15, you know. We ended up winning that thing and it was it was like, you know, just one of the best memories ever, you know. It was one of the best things I could ever do was play that game with my best friend, bro. That's awesome, dude. Like I feel like your story should be like made into a movie or something. <laughs> dude, it's <laughs> dude, it's it's been it's been crazy, bro, just like uh I don't know, you kind of realize as you get older, you know, like I said as a kid it's just a game you enjoyed playing, but um as I got older, especially senior year when my grandma that raised me passed away. Right. She uh she never missed a game, bro, so it was like just a whole like different aspect of baseball and uh he was the one that got me through that, you know. And, uh, so then losing him it was just like a whole different, a lot of people, like a lot of our friends went the other way, right? They went down the wrong path after he passed away. Me, dude, I used that as motivation to make it. It wasn't, Oh, I hope I'm part of the 1% that plays pro. I was like, I'm going to be 1%. Like it was just, it was just a mindset and I took off with it. Wow.
0: I mean, the fact that you were just like, yep, he may be gone, but his spirit never dies. and. Yeah. You know, meanwhile, everybody is just going off and is like, man, I'm going to go sulk. You're like, let's go to work.
1: Yeah, bro. Like, you know, I don't want um, I won't go into how he passed away, but I don't want that to be what he gets remembered by. Right. And um, the dude was full of life, a loving guy, and he was a damn good ball player, bro. So I wanted to keep that legacy for him. And uh, it was kind of crazy. So my pro number, I had the choice to pick 15 or 16. Mm. And I was like, do I play 15 or I'm like. Do I get 16 because of that plus one? And uh, I chose 16, so he'd be my plus one out there. Oh my yeah. god, dude. Yeah. that yeah. gets me right in the feels, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. oh,
0: that's some good shit right there. Yeah, and
1: uh, wow, yeah, it was awesome. His um older brother was at my pro debut, and um, dude, it was, it was just perfect, man. It was perfect,
0: dude. That's something
1: like <laughs> wow. That's
0: 16, man. Yeah, bro. That's yeah. a that's a. Man, I just not what's funny is like for football, I, I played, you know, forty-five or whatever, right? That was like the majority number. Forty five. It was because I liked Rudy. <laughs> there you go. That was it. <laughs> no specific meeting. No, yeah. one, you know, hey, my dad or somebody wore this number. Nope. It was because
1: of the fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that, bro. You know, everyone's got their uh everyone's got their things and just kind of just how the cards played out with my whole life. I feel like that was kind of meant to happen, you know?
0: So what about baseball? Do you like, like, you know, people like uh, football because of the physical aspect or like the, you know, the uniforms, like what really caught me was like those helmets, right? When I was a kid and then just being a part of like a, the camaraderie and everything like that. Uh, So what about baseball
1: really like stands into your heart? Um, I mean, if we're going to go off a general aspect, it'd be that, like that competitiveness. But um, for me, it's a lot different than what a lot of people would say baseball is for them. Um, maybe other people can relate, but, uh, you know, I try not to, you know how I am. I try to just, I focus on myself and I do my own thing. But uh, what I loved about baseball was, you know, like I had a lot of death in my life. Um, a lot of important people at an early age passed. And then, um, you know, I had a lot of loss outside of that, just whether it be my shoulder surgery, whatever, you name it, you know. And uh, baseball wasn't a game anymore. It was an escape. And um, we all know life gets hard enough, you know, but that three, four hours you're on that field, there's only one thing that matters, and that's winning that game. And uh, it was that. It was that; it was like an addiction just to get away. Like a lot of people will play their video games. You know, I play Call of Duty too, bro. Like, you know, everyone does. But, uh, dude, baseball went from being a three- to four-hour escape to 10 12 hours a day escape and that was for the last six years and um that was probably the most addicting and my favorite part
0: wow i mean i mean i can definitely relate on that one because you know playing football um so when i was 13 14 uh my parents got divorced and um you know i was just mad at the world and didn't wanted answers that i couldn't get at the time because i was you know 13 and 14, yeah. you know, but I saw, I saw a lot of stuff and I was just like, well, I'm pissed off at the world. So how am I going to get, you know, all this frustration and anger out and football with bashing my outlet, bashing heads and getting love, in the trenches, man. Bro, I
1: loved watching you play, bro. You, Griffin <laughs> Watson, all those guys, bro. I love, dude, like, you know, you're my homies, bro. Like I said, like we talked about it, like we might have not talked a lot recently, bro. I always supported y'all. Especially when every Friday night, bro, it was just fun to watch you guys do (laughs) it. That was the best, bro. Yeah,
0: Yeah. man. I mean, I just, uh, you know, and and I talked to my dad. I'm like, why? Because at one point I was like, I was like, man, I was like, I missed that adrenaline feeling, just those pregame, like ready to rock and roll, you know? Yeah, yeah. My dad's like, you don't need to have that anymore. He's like, (laughs) you were mad at the world and you were trying to get out an outlet that you couldn't control.
1: Yeah, bro. I was like, Damn, dude, it hit, dude. It's kind of crazy. You um, like, dude, even me playing at one of the highest levels in professional baseball, it was uh, dude. Towards the end, it wasn't what I wanted to do anymore. Um, like you said, you hit out, you hit the nail on the head, bro. Like it's you don't need it anymore. And that escape came when I realized that my self worth isn't my stat line. And uh, for the longest time, dude, like whether it be college, like trying to get all all conference, you name it, bro. The awards I got that became my self-worth. And obviously when you're not going good, you don't feel good about yourself, you know? And, uh, I realized I don't need baseball anymore. And, um, that kind of went into my decision to like move on from it. And, uh, something I never thought I would do, you know, like, I never thought I would do that, but like you find, you find like, your passion is like your podcast or your radio, whatever it is, you know, and, like some other people have something else, but, uh, Bro, once you find that thing that just gives you that inner peace and not not the escape. I feel like uh, I had to separate it for myself. There's inner peace and there's an escape. They're not the same. That escape isn't peace. That's just a temporary uh, Band-Aid, you know, on a bullet hole. And um, that was baseball. That inner peace just comes when you find something that doesn't matter what's going on in the world if you're doing it. Like for me, it's woodworking or welding. Dude, give me like three hours even if it's 30 minutes. The world stops i'm just having fun i'm loving it like it doesn't matter it could be like dude something might not be going right but it's still a good time and then when i get done with it it's not that huge rush where i'm like on the top of the mountain then i drop it i stay there you know and like that's what i think a lot of people need to find
0: okay now you say that you were into welding so like yeah. do you do you do that on the side like is it a hobby or what do you like so, uh,
1: I actually, so I got hurt, I think you no, you guys were at the game right after I got hurt, yeah, um, that's right, yeah, you weren't playing, Yeah, yeah, was, yeah <laughs>
0: we we all went for a guy's night, and uh and then you know, you and I have been talking about you know previously, yeah about you know watching you play, yeah, and, man. and then you know, uh <laughs> turn of events <laughs> turn of events had happened, and you yeah. didn't get a chance to play, so um. Yeah, explain a little bit about that, how, how you got hurt.
1: So, uh, you know, like it's – I was one of those guys, like you may remember, you may not, but um, I play like my hair's on fire. Um, there is no – going back, there is no – it's 100% full throttle all the way through. Oh, absolutely. And um, my senior year of college, actually, I was playing at Michigan. And um, shout-out to the boys out there. You know, they're having a great season so far. And uh, we were – Two or three weeks into our season, and um, I hyper-extended my knee. And uh, we were playing down in Myrtle, I believe. And that kind of, like, lingered, you know? So there wasn't a lot of stability there. I think I had, like, a partially torn hand string. Like, it was a bunch, like, you know, just a lot of stuff going on. I got a cortisone shot. I was like, all right, let's finish this up and let's let's make something happen, you know? <laughs> like, we went, dude, first playoff, in, first playoff appearance in college history for them. And um, I was proud to be a part of it, so I didn't want to sideline for an injury, you know? So that kind of, like, goes into why I got injured at the USPBL. And, um, you know, got to play at the plate. You know, uh, you could say you're not supposed to run the guy over, but I, I give a fuck. Like, that's the best part of baseball. Like, you know, <laughs> like it was play at the plate, and we were going hard. And uh, my knee dislocated. And um, when it dislocated, like, it was weird as hell because it like, it, like, went out of place and went right back. And that hamstring injury from the college season got way worse. And, um, for the longest time I was like, Oh dude, it's my knee. It's my knee. And it'll be my hamstring. And, uh, you know, those, it's one of those injuries. Like, you know, you, you do your rehab, you do all the stuff you need to do, but it lingers. doesn't even matter if it's healthy. It lingers. And, uh, I was about to come back. You know, I, I was talking to the Phillies and a few other affiliate teams and teams in the American association and, uh, started training, started training. And then I got hurt again in about November and, uh, That's when I was like, you know what, like, I think I'm done, you know, I gave it a month or two to really think about it. But my dad, he uh, sat me down and uh, he's like, Jake, he's like, listen, he's like, I know your ability, but your health isn't there. And, um, like, you know, I already had shoulder surgery. I completely tore my labrum, my trap and my deltoid, you know, similar play at the plate, just my shoulder was messed up. The amount of concussions I got from getting hit in the head with the ball. You know, it was just like everything was stacking up and it wasn't in my favor, you know? And uh that was probably the hardest talk I ever had with my dad. He's like, dude, he's like, we gotta start thinking about option B. Before then, I never had one. <laughs> like, even in college, dude, I took random classes just so I'd pass so I could stay on the team. And uh and he's like, you know, he introduced welding to me at a young age. He's he's been doing it for 33 years. He's like, dude, he's like, just trust me. He's like, just try it. I'm like, all right. I'm like, we'll see where this goes. And uh fell in love. Like instantly fell in, dude. I'm playing with fire. I'm doing all that cool stuff. Like I fell in love with it. And uh that's where I noticed that um like kind of backtrack a little bit, like with the injury and like my whole self-worth, right? I got released, felt I went from being at the top of the world to the absolute bottom, like probably like 50 feet of shit, and then me, right? Wow. And, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean, like I felt horrible by myself because I was like, what do I have to offer now? And, uh, it, dude, it just came down to like, I don't want to feel like that anymore, you know? And, uh, I'm not getting hurt every day anymore. I'm not like, oh, I'm nagging this, nagging this. I'm like, dude, I get to go do something I love every day. And, uh, like, dude, it was the best thing that's ever happened to me, you know?
0: Yeah, it's kind of funny to, like, look how you're, like, dressed and everything. You went, <laughs> you went, from, you went from preppy, right. from, you <laughs> know, prep, preppy jock, to now country bumpkin. Yeah, right? Dude, it's, it's crazy,
1: bro. Things happen. And, like, dude, it was, like, I can't begin to tell you, bro, like, you know, like, a lot of my life, um, I would say, it goes to my grandma or William passing away. And um am a big part of the reason why I turned out the way I did. Like the last five years, it's been a very, uh, searching for myself. You know, I, I went out West right after he passed away. I went out to California, Arizona, Texas, you name it. I lived there. Like, you know what I mean? Just trying to escape it. And, um, didn't like who I was, you know, I felt like a piece of shit, best friend, but, um, dude, like it was like, once I got released, bro, it's like I met the absolute best people. Now, don't get me wrong, like the people I played with in college or in pro ball, like I love them to death, like, like Stempke, like all these guys, like they're my, still my best friends, Inchgo, T-Craw. But it's like, dude, after I got released, I uh, I went to Coyote Joe's, like out of all places, never been there before. I'm like, dude, I'm like, what the hell am I doing here? Like, <laughs> I'm like you know, if I'm like, dude, I have to drink something, right? <laughs> like, here we go. And, um. I met some of my best friends that I see almost every day now. Um, and it kind of like gave me that, it gave me the answer to what I've been asking myself for the last five years of who am I? And, um, I found who I was and you see what, like what you see is what you get, you know, I love it. I love it, bro. Like it's, uh, those people there, John, Rachel, you name them, my girlfriend, we go there all the time. Like, dude, it's, uh, I'm so thankful for all those people at Coyote Joes. It's crazy. It's more than just a bar there, to be honest. It's cliche as it sounds. Yeah. Dude, it's just, it's the best.
0: Now we, speaking of like, you know, um, finding your true self, like you and I talked a little bit about, uh, about your faith. Yeah. Yeah. So like, what, like, talk to me about that. Like, have you, like, have you always like had a strong faith or has it no. gone in
1: like waves or definitely waves? Um, like you know, like my my mom, right? She owns her own business the last thirty years. Uh, definition of a queen, right? Didn't graduate high school, but she found a way to make a lot of money. She's a hustler. Like she's a hustler, bro. Yeah. Shout and, out, um, shout out to Mama <laughs> <laughs> right, right? Same with my dad, you know. But we never, it was never like forced on us to go to church, you know. Yeah. But my grandma on my mom's side, she uh, she worked in the church. She and being that my mom was always working, I was always with my grandma. So we would always be at the church. You know, I just liked at first, I was so young. I didn't understand what was going on, but I just liked seeing my grandma up on the altar, you know, like doing her thing, like helping the church, like whatever it was. I thought it was so cool. Just being an absolute boss of the leader. Yeah. You know, I just thought I was like, dude, I'm watching my grandma. And like, I was like, damn, I didn't realize, yeah, I'm in the house of the Lord. And I'm like, this is going to be the best thing ever. It was just like, I'm with my grandma, you know? Mm -hmm. So it started with that and that got me into the habit of going. And, um, that in high school, you know, like I still saw my grandma every day. Like we'd go on grandma's grandson dates. It, it was the best, dude. Like she was oh, the best, don't you just person, love right? those? dude. She was the best human being I've ever found, you know. Yeah. And um, I'm blessed that God kept her in my life as, as long as she did. And, um, but no, after she passed away, dude, I, like uh, I held her in my arms when she took her final breath. And um, that messed me up because I was mad at the world, like you said, dude. I was like, why did God let this happen? Yeah. Out of all the people that could pass away, why did he let this happen? And, uh, I remember that was the day before senior year started actually. And so it was just off to a bad start, you know, and I had Trombley all four years for math and that dude, shout out to that guy. He saved my life flat out. And I remember he, uh, I was getting into trouble. I was just down the wrong path, you know, and, uh, <laughs> that man pulls me aside at lunch. He's like, hey, come sit down. You know, he would sit by the bathrooms eating his, like, apple and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah. The dude's on P90X all the time. (laughs) You know, like, dude, (laughs) he's doing those crazy workouts, bro. (laughs) And um, he just sat down and talked to me. And um, I don't know why, because, you know, we never had, like, a strong relationship like that before then. But I think he saw, because he's a pastor, you know, I think he saw a broken kid. And um, we started talking about God every single day. And um, so that went all year round. And, uh, dude, he, he showed, he showed me that God never abandoned me. I just wasn't looking in the right direction, you know? And, um, you know, then I ended up doing my senior project on just how cool God is. Like, you know, I mean, like that, that was my senior project. Just like how cool God is. And I remember he pulled me aside before I did it cause I was so nervous. Right. I was like, dude, I don't like talking in front of people, bro, but <laughs> like, I'm very to myself, you know? And, um, he pulled me into his room and we said a little prayer and, um, dude, it was the most, like, it was just one of those experiences that you, like, you remember, like it was yesterday, you know? And like, I felt that strength for my grandma and like the love she had for me. And I was speaking that into existence, you know, it was about God and my grandma. And then, um, you know, I felt like I was on top of where I was like, yeah, dude, I'm going off to play college baseball. You know, my faith was stronger than ever. And then, um, then I keep going back to William, but dude, like that played a huge part in who I am. You know, he passed away October 22nd of that neck falling fall. And dude, I was right back down to where I was after my grandma. I was like, what do I do? And I was like, do my best friend. Like I go bowling with every Friday. He's go- like, what do I do? And, uh, struggled big time. You know, I just, I went through my battle with addiction. Um, you know, I did everything, you know? I found out that that is not the way to go. I was spending too much time in a tattoo shop. That's where it all started. And uh, Trombley, he contacted me again. He's like, hey, what's going on? I haven't heard from you. Randomly, right? Like, you know, like random. I feel like my mom or something had to contact him, you know. He's like, I want you to stop in. Just stop in at the church and talk, you know, shoot the shit. So we did that. And, uh, dude, it was like. That's what i was missing again like it's crazy how like you'll go through life and you'll be like, oh yeah god's there but you kind of forget to talk to him you kind of forget to see him and all that and uh talk to him and like told him everything i was feeling right and he's like just give it to god well i didn't know what that meant i had no idea what that meant i was like give it to god bro he ain't gonna fix my problem <laughs> he ain't gonna be able to do it and um he asked me he's like you ever been baptized i was like no i, I haven't you know he's like, why don't we, why don't we try that? I was like, uh, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, that might be too much for me. Cause I felt like it was a promise I couldn't keep to God at that point. And um, cause I was so against him because I was so mad. And then, um, the following summer. So like a whole year went by, didn't go to church, didn't talk to God, nothing. I was like, just doing my own thing. And, uh, Trombley contacted me again. He's like, Hey, he's like, just come to the baptism. I'm doing for my friend. And I'm like, all right, I'll go. And just that experience, dude, it, I saw it. I was like, wow. And I was like, I want that. And I was like, that is exactly what I want. But like, again, like I didn't want to do it in front of a bunch of people. I wanted to be very intimate with me, my God. And so I, I told him what I wanted. I was like, I just wanted to be like me, you. And I was really close to his son, Ethan. I was like, he can be there. You know, like I just wanted to be very like personal. And uh, he's like, All right, I can do that for you. So we set the date for like August 7th or something like that. And it was a big deal. I was like, I was beyond excited, you know, and, uh, it starts pouring down rain, freaking lightning, thunder. And we're doing this on Lake St. Clair. Cause I'm like, I don't want to do it in a regular pool. I'm like, I want to be like in the lake. And, um, like just says in the gospel, it promises, uh, mansions in heaven. We did it in front of Ford mansion. And that was the setup. We drove his little boat, you know, That like we were, like, I was, I had this perfect picture, perfect day, you know, and it starts raining. (laughs) I'm like, he's like, I don't know if we're going to be able to do this. And I remember I prayed to God. I was like, you know what? This is my last attempt to try to reach you. I was like, you've done enough in my life to show me that you're not here. I was like, if you can't make this weather go away, that's it. I'm like, I'm done. Like, I was like, you know how I am. I'm pretty damn stubborn. I'm like, I'm done. You know, so he's like, all right, like Trombley's like, all right, we could try this. Like, let's try it. starting to break up a little bit. We're out there. It's storming again. Like, oh, I'm like, dude, I'm like, you, you're you pushing it, bro. Like, you know what I mean? You're pushing it. And um, I made sure I took my grandma's, uh, you know, those little funeral cards they give you? Yeah. I made sure I had that in my pocket. And I started like looking at it. I'm like, you know, I'm like, you always wanted this for me. I was like, make it happen. Like, you know, I'm not very demanding, but I was like, make it happen dude i kid you not i show you the video sunshine came like two minutes later sun everything cleared up the water was calm and me and trombley looked at each other we were like holy shit dude <laughs> we're like dude he doesn't swear dude he's like holy shit he's like, <laughs> he's like he's like what did you say and i was like bro i was like make it happen <laughs> and, like, you know so like that like really like i don't know because like i don't know if you're supposed to do this or not but i feel like if you call on god to really like show out for you, he'll go up to the plate for you. And I needed him to do that right then and there, you know, cause like, I almost lost my life to like suicide. And like, I, I was, I was down bad, bro. Like I was in a really rough spot. And, uh, that day, like that solidified my faith. And, um, cause he showed me that, that if I truly put my faith in him, like I did when I was talking to my grandma, I was like, make it happen. You know, I know you can do it. Just do it. That, um, he comes through. And he did. And I kid you not, bro. It was the most euphoric and just the crazy experience. I was standing in the water with him and then, uh, you know, Trombley's talking because I was nervous, bro. I was very nervous. (laughs) I was like, dude, I don't know. I don't know if I I might back out, you know, let's go fishing instead. And um, I actually said that and then Trombley's like, I'll be a fisher of men. Like you know, and like it was like, oh my <laughs> Lord. Dude, ooh, right? Ooh, and um, just goosebumps <laughs> up and down <laughs> my dude, spine. Dude, it was Trombley nuts. with the Fisher of men coming, right, love that, right? Ooh. And um, he just, dude, like Trombley gave me that confidence to make this promise to God that I'm gonna follow him. And I tell you what, bro, like I went under that water, I felt like I was under there for like an hour. You know, it was like two seconds, but like I felt like I was on there forever. And um, I just it was weird, bro. Like, like me and Trombley hugged after, but I felt like I wasn't hugging Trombley. Like I was hugging God. You know, he was there. Like it was a hundred percent. He was there. And that was the first time in my life. I wasn't guessing if God was there. I knew he was. And, um, that was what, like three years ago, about almost four, like it'll be four years of summer. And, um, dude, it's just like, it's a different experience, bro. It's like, uh, I'll be like, I'll be at work on a 400 feet up in the air and I'm like, shit, I'm scared. I start talking to God in my head. Like, (laughs) like, it's like a, it's a continuous conversation every day now. And, um, even when something like terrible happens, you know, I lost my cousin. I lost a lot of people I love. And, um, like even like one of my close family members got like severe cancer, dude, it was, uh, it wasn't, I wasn't turning my back on God. I was going to God to solve the problem and fix it. And he did you know, and, uh, it's crazy, dude. Like I'm, I've never been so strong in my faith and like, dude, life ain't easy. Like me and you both know this life is not easy, but I tell you what, it makes it a lot easier when you have someone that strong behind you and that's what God is. And, uh, like I said, dude, I, I've never been so strong in my faith.
0: Mm. That's wonderful, man. Well, we're gonna take a quick break. Yeah, I gotta get it. I gotta get some water. I got.
1: My, I might have to even get me some tissues. That was beautiful, baby.
0: Like, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're gonna take a quick break. And we're back so jake uh going from faith now we're gonna go into my favorite part of every single episode it is the dad joke of the episode <laughs> so what does a deaf gynecologist do
1: a deaf gynecologist do i don't know bro that's tough <laughs> i really don't know
0: they read lips <laughs> oh, thank you very God. much that was dad joke oh, of the episode
1: was not expect i should have expected that from freaking uh the talent show like senior senior year bro i should have known something oh, was coming. Dude, don't
0: even go there oh, my, <laughs> my impressions and everything dude, oh, dude i so awesome i've thought of, i've like thought about different things during those during those times i'm like should i have just done the stand-up thing with impressions included bro I'm you like, could
1: you did the what the matt foley yeah and all that stuff bro, yeah. that was awesome i remember i was cracking up the whole time dude that was great <laughs> i should have knew something was coming bro.
0: <laughs> like off the wall <laughs> oh yeah it's me bro come on uh, now. Dude, hell yeah man hell, yeah that's yeah. funny <laughs> i was like you know what i'm not gonna do it after talking about faith but i might just this is perfect. <laughs> Anyway, um so I guess we could uh continue on talking about, you know, baseball or whatnot like that, but I mean we'll dabble a little bit actually into yeah. that. So who is your favorite baseball player of all time? Dude of all time? All time. Your favorite. I'm not even saying like the goat. I'm just saying your favorite
1: Russell Martin. Russell Martin. He was a catcher, bro. Okay. He uh I modeled all my game after him. Like I, like me and my dad traveled the country just to watch his milestone hits and shit like that, you know? And, uh, yeah, he, how he played the game, how he was as a person, you know, like he had an interview where it's like, uh, and a lot of big league guys talk like this, but he, he specifically, if he said it, I thought it was like the Bible, bro. I was like, that's it. I was like, that's how you do it. And, um, he always talked about how he never turns down a kid's autograph, you know? Because, like, dude, that's the younger generation that looks up to you, you know? Like, dude, to a kid, like, you're a hero, man. And, um, like, dude, I'll go to a random store and kids will see me. Oh, I got your autograph. Like, that's the best feeling in the world, man. So, when these guys are turning down autographs, like, dude, what are you doing? Like, that's why you do it, bro. And, uh, But he always said never turn down an autograph, you know? And uh, that's something I brought into pro ball with me. So, like, I would take, like, 20, 30 minutes before and after a game just to sign autographs. And bro, it's the best feeling in the world, man. Like it is the like there is no better experience that I had in professional baseball. Well, maybe my first career hit, but like seeing a kid's face light up when you like just give them a little bit of your time, and that's all it is, man. It's it's the coolest feeling ever.
0: Yeah, I can definitely say that because coming from a radio aspect, like you know, getting different people to call and be like, "Oh my gosh, I love you! I love your stuff! Like yeah. it's great and this and that." Oh. You, <laughs> you had to put your thing on silent now, didn't right, you? shit. <laughs> Smooth. Yeah, <You're> right. <laughs> I, I'm like, that better not be me. <laughs> oh man. Oh, but um, so you were but yeah, the best thing about having an autograph is or not having it, giving it. Mm-hmm. Um giving an autograph, it's like that's like your sign of like, hey, like Like you support me and everything like that. And, you know, this is my love to you.
1: Yeah, dude. And it's like, uh, like, I'm a very prideful person, you know, I I know how to put it aside, yeah. but I take pride in what I do. And like, you know, like I'm not going to name names or anything. I'm not going to bash people, but I didn't get there because my college coach was a manager in a league. I didn't get there because I had a door open for me. I did it my way. You know, there's a Frank Sinatra song, My mm. Way, right? Mm. Dude, I played that every single day before a game. That was that was it, right? I, I did it my way. And, um, like, yeah, I, like, dude, like, I definitely stepped on some toes, but it's what you got to do, man. Like, at the end of the day, you're trying to make it somewhere, so you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And, man, I like, that is what I take the most pride in. You know, I might not have had the longest career. I didn't have the 20-year career, but I did it my way. Like, I can look back at that first grader or whatever or whatever you are at five or six years old and um, like dude Mr. Miller's class in McGehee where I went to elementary school they uh, what do you want to be when you're older and you know and he gives it to you like it was like a whole like packet right and you give it to him and then he gives it to you he comes to your graduation at high school he gives you the packet and says open it up just to see where you, like you know how much you changed." dude mine was all about baseball and playing professionally like you know so I was like I can look at that like first grader Say you did it your way. You know, I'm not going to have that. I'll talk to a lot of guys that I played with, and they'll have a lot of regret. Oh, man, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. I don't have that. And I feel like a big part of that is because I did it my way. Like, you know, I I got cut. I got released before I even got signed. It was like a whole list of things, bro. Like, I was told to never show up again. Although I just got all conference, I did all these great things in college. They didn't need me, but I showed up every single day and just like put out, like, you know, I did what I had to do. And like, you know, I had other leagues saying, oh, I know this guy, he can get you in. I didn't want that because I didn't want at the end of the day to look back and be like, damn, could I have done it on my own? And I feel like a lot of these guys, like, you know I mean? that are going to have that issue, especially in the league. And um, I won't, man. I did it my way, and I take a lot of pride in that. And, uh, like, no one will ever be able to take that away from me, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's insane to where, like, you you look at, you know, how you were as a younger kid and kind of how everything has changed. I mean, I can definitely tell you yours didn't. (laughs) Mind <laughs> yourself. Uh, yeah, right. When I was a first grader, and they said, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" I said, "I wanted to be a fucking professional wrestler."
1: <laughs> dude, who didn't want to be though? I That's know. a good point. John you know, Cena, like, John, John Cena, C-
0: like, Come on, man.
1: Like, can't see me, baby. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> John Cena was my dude, man. Dude, right? Yeah. But um, yeah. I I like in description. I'd be like, I throw him in the corner, throw him with the <laughs> elbows, jump out <laughs> the top rope, and you know, splash. You know, yeah, what right. Mean? <laughs> Jeez. And now I'm like, dude, I'm way too out of shape for that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be cool as hell to like do like a little, you know, kind of event thing in, yeah. in, in like a backyard and, and have all your so family like backyard and friends.
1: wrestling type stuff. Kind of, yeah, maybe like coming uh, June 2024. <laughs> yeah, right. That
0: was good. <laughs> <laughs> Invite your family and your friends. It's <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, <laughs> Sunday. <laughs>
1: right, dude? Oh, dude, I would I'd, I'd participate in that. Dude. That'd be sweet, bro. Yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah, so, that'd be badass. Yeah,
0: but, uh, no, I mean, I'd probably do that, but I'd be gassed by the end of the match. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, ref, you're going to have to roll me off of this thing like a couch potato because I ain't moving. Dude,
1: right? Dude, I mean, <laughs> dude, can't blame you, bro. <laughs> that stuff's tough.
0: Oh, uh, but, yeah, So, but instead of that, I'm doing the other entertainment
1: route, you know? Yeah, Which man. Which is kind of cool. Cause, well, dude, even in high school, you always had that, like, Charisma and that outgoing like personality to where you could do this. Not to tune my own horn, but keep going, <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. Like you know, what I mean, like you always had that like what you do the voiceover, like whatever you name it, bro. Like you'd always just keep people laughing and entertained, bro. And I feel like that's huge. Yeah,
0: I mean, one thing that uh, I explained in um, my first episode was you know I was talking with a buddy of mine, but he hasn't known me as long as you have. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, you know I just look at it like this to where. I honestly don't like very sad moments. I always have to, you know, at least crack at w- one joke in there. Or, yeah, man. You know, I'm all about the good vibes, and you know, if if everybody's smiling, laughing, having a good time, I'm with it. Yeah, bro. Yeah. You know. Granted, we it. have to go through ups and downs in our lives. Yeah. We have to. That's just life. And but I I say you know as long as you keep. You know, the positive aspects, you can turn always a negative into a positive. Keep positive thoughts in your mind. Always, you know, live life like it's your last and, you know.
1: Yeah, bro. Like, you have to because, dude, it could be any day.
0: That is true. That is true. I mean, I'd rather die laughing than die crying.
1: Dude, you know what I'm player. saying? Yeah, dude, like 100%, bro. And it's just like, like, you know, when you're exposed to that kind of stuff, right? And not go on like a super deep route, but when you're exposed to that kind of stuff and like when I held my grandma, right, mm-hmm. you see a different side of life that you never thought existed, you know. Yeah. And um like a lot of people are scared to die, I feel because they don't understand how peaceful it is. Yeah. Like, you know, and uh like when you're surrounded by people you love and you've lived a life that you can hang your hat on, dude. You know where you're going. Like, you know what I mean? Like you know where you're going, you're saved. Yeah. And like it's kind of like one of those things where that was like a huge point in my life where I turned around and said, "Okay, every single day I'm going to do something that's memorable." It don't matter if it's a huge accomplishment or if I just like laugh for 30 minutes straight, bro. Like I'm going to do something that I'm like someone's going to remember, you know? And that makes it so much easier, bro. Yeah. Like, you appreciate every little thing that there is. Yeah.
0: And there's a an interesting thing that you just said, like how do you want to be remembered? Yeah, you know, yeah, dude, and like, whether if it's by your family, friends, or like <laughs> even like I look at it from like a celebrity standpoint, like how you want to be remembered, you know, yeah, dude, but everybody like, uh, wants to be remembered because I don't know. And a sad part about it is like if you be if people start forget, like I don't know, like
1: yeah, dude, and that was like like to bring up William, bro, like that that was the biggest reason why I wanted to keep playing, you know. I wanted I didn't want people to remember about the stigma around him. Right. Or what he was suffering from, you know. I wanted people to remember the baseball player. Like that's how I wanted. The baseball player with his hair on fire. Like you know mm-hmm. that's what I wanted for my best friend. And uh like I try to live a life where people are going to remember a man that went through hell, but dude he had a smile on his face the whole time. Like right. that's what I want. And like dude it's like Life is good, man. Even if you're going through some like bad shit, it's like you bre- you're breathing. Yeah, dude, you're breathing. That that like
0: look at the life. You're awake today. Yeah, you're like, breathing. You to wake you're up. breathing. You can you know you can walk. You can talk. You can you know look look at the smaller things and then just build up on it.
1: Yeah, bro. And like there's like a there's something I try to live by every day, and um I don't know where I, it wasn't. It's not from myself. I heard it from somewhere. I think it was like Tom Hanks, and um. It was like, if there's something good, like just, Oh, hold on. I messed it up already. But he says like in the beginning, like it's a big, like podcast with a bunch of famous people, like from all different realms of their lives. Yeah, And he sits there and they're talking kind of like how we are right now about like life. And, uh, he says, just remember this too shall pass. Oh yes. yes. You know what I'm talking about? Where he's like, if it's something good. Yeah, this it was around a round, round,
0: round table. Yeah. yeah I man. watched
1: that. Yeah. And like when I heard that, I think it was about a year ago it came out. And um, dude, I, like that hit different. I was like, this too shall pass. Even if you're going through hell, this too shall pass. Like, dude, if you would have talked to me a year ago, I don't I don't think we'd like we would not be having the same conversation. I was so down on life. I was like, There's no way. I heard that podcast or whatever it was life changed this too shall pass it might not be today but it'll be tomorrow yeah you, you yeah. can hold on one more day dude you never know like you know you never know where it's gonna be it could be one more day and your life turns around and like thankfully mine did and i think it like i truly think your life turns around when you realize who's who's behind you bro whether it be your family or friends or god but usually, dude, God's standing in front of you, taking way worse than what you could expect. Like, yeah, absolutely, like, like, you know that, that's that's what I've noticed.
0: Absolutely, He's uh, He's standing in front of you and directing you. And he's all around you, and yeah. I mean, what's crazy is, so I was listening to this one song from The Lion King 2. Yeah,
1: oh, dude, great
0: movie. Dude, great movie. Yeah. Great soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, Are you yeah. kidding me? I mean, the first one was great, but the second one just you know, yeah is kind of up there. Um, but you know, there's this one song where it's like, he lives in you. It's like, it's like, is it talking about God or is it like talking about like how, you know, the father, like your father is forever in you or, or the father is, is always in you. It's just, it's fascinating, but dude, it gives me chills, get me teary eyed and sniffling every, every time I listen to it. And then when I start singing along, I'm like, (laughs) like my voice starts to crack and everything because it's so
1: powerful. Well, dude, it's like, that's how I am with a lot of things like, um, like Cody Johnson, right? Great country art. I don't know if you listen to country art, but um, he has a song, By Your Grace. Okay. Bro, I, I will listen to it every single day. I will cry every single day listening to it because it is just like the most beautiful song I've ever heard. Right. And uh, dude, like how you said, God's everywhere, bro. Like. I feel like, like you know, I feel like God chose your parents for a reason, right? Mm. And I feel like God is love, so and God is strength. So if you look at like my life, an example, my dad, one strong motherfucker, like you know, like that dude, military guy, he is the badass commando, like, right? You know, and that's how I see him. But then my mom, strong as hell, right? But my mom is the most loving, grateful, and giving person I've ever seen. And I feel like that's God. Like, you know, like God's showing you through your parents. Even like, I know some people have some shitty parents and it breaks my heart, but he shows you in different ways and different people that are in your life that, Hey, like the people that show up every single day for you in a way that's God, he's going to show up every single day for you. Don't matter what you go through, what you do to them, they will show up every single day for you. And I think it's beautiful, man.
0: That's awesome, dude. Well, brother, uh. It's about almost an hour. And yeah, I know bro. you got other things to, <laughs> I know you got other things to do. Yeah, so, man. but I appreciate everything that you are doing, everything that you've you know, done. Yeah, bro. And I wish you nothing but the absolute success in life.
1: Hell yeah. Do same with you, bro. I'm excited to see where this goes for you, bro.
0: Thanks brother. I really yeah. much appreciate it.
1: And I thank you so much yeah, for coming bro. on. Thanks this. Thanks for podcast, having bro. me on, man. I appreciate right. it. Thanks. <laughs> I'm <laughs>